0: Brother Dale here of Gospel of Repentance Ministries and remember the thing Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 man cannot live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God hey listen I want to talk to you about the faith of the woman at the well the faith of the woman at the well I mean for those of you who are familiar with your New Testament and in particular the Gospel of John in the fourth chapter, Jesus is having a conversation with a Samaritan woman. And if you know anything about the history of these uh, two peoples, um, they hated each other. The Jews and the Samaritans had no dealings with one another, but Jesus was on his way to Galilee, which is in the northern part of what people commonly call Palestine. Palestine is a is an unfortunate uh, word, but I won't get into that right now. But, he decided on his way to go to Galilee, he had to go through Samaria. And by doing so, he ended up uh, at Jacob's well and was having a conversation with the woman at the well. And in the midst of the conversation, she he revealed some things about her that she didn't tell him, but he knew already regarding her past relationships he said in her conversation said um, go call your husband and she says I have no husband he says, he says you had five hus- husbands and the man that you're with now is not your husband so you have said correctly she said sir I perceive that you are a prophet so in the midst of their conversation she ran off and talked to uh, the other people in her town and they met Jesus and spoke with him and by hearing the words that he spoke they believed in him and what I want to do real quick is read some of the text in that chapter it says here that let me read some of what he was saying to the woman the the conversation that the two of them were having he said John chapter 4 I'll start with verse 15 and if I have to go beyond that in other words to um, previous verses beyond that to try to drive home the point I'll do that but for now I'm going to start at verse 15 it says this it says the woman said to him sir give me this water so I will not be thirsty nor come all the way here to draw and Jesus had made reference that he could offer her living water which of course was metaphorically speaking since they were at the well and he had asked her to give him a drink of real water and then he said I'll give you living water which was a parallelism to offering her eternal life so in verse 15 the woman said to him sir give me this water so I will not be thirsty nor come all the way here to draw he said to her go call your husband and come here the woman answered and said I have no husband Jesus said to her you have correctly said I have no husband for you have had five husbands and the one whom you now have is not your husband this you have said truly the woman said to him sir I perceive that you are a prophet our fathers worshipped in this mountain and you people say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship and so I'm going to skip down to uh, verse 25 and what it says there it says the woman said to him I know that Messiah is coming he who is called Christ when he comes he will declare all things to us Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. And then at verse 27, it says, at this point his disciples came and they were amazed that he had been speaking with a woman. Yet no one said, what do you seek? Or why do you speak with her? So the woman left her water pot and went into the city and said to the men, come see a man who told me all things that I have done. This is not the Christ, is it? They went out of the city and were coming to him. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. Eat but he said to them I have have food to eat that you do not know about I'm in verse 33 so the disciples were saying to one another no one brought him anything to eat did he so I'm going to skip down to verse 39 and it says this from that city many of the Samaritans believed in him because of the word listen to that of the woman who testified he told me all the things that I have done so when the Samaritans came to Jesus they were asking him to stay with them and he stayed there two days many more believed because of his word very important and they were saying to the woman it is no longer because of what you said that we believe for we have heard for ourselves and know that this one is indeed the savior of the world now why do I read this Why, why discuss this account this is the only place that I know of and I could be wrong But this is the only place where I see where Jesus simply spoke to a woman, told her things about her life that nobody knew, and she was convinced and the townspeople with her in Samaria that he was the Christ. And the reason why I wanted to point this out is because they did not seek a sign or a miracle, or he didn't have to raise anyone from the dead. He didn't have to open the eyes of the blind. He didn't have to cast out any demons. They simply believed in what he said was true, and they believed that who he said he was was actually true as well. So they believed in the Word of God, and they believed in the person, the Word made flesh, and that being the Lord Jesus Christ. So that is to me an amazing account of the faith and the trust and the belief of heathen people people who were not uh, Jewish people who did not have the covenant people who were considered half-breeds and, they, and like I said they were despised by uh, the Jews and the Jews would never travel through there because it was, it was a Gentile country it was heathen country I mean, they were con- considered scum, mutts, you know, dogs. They were they were worthless as far as the Jews was concerned. But here's here's the amazing thing. Here's the contrast. All the miracles and signs and wonders that Jesus did in Jerusalem and in, in Capernaum and in Galilee, he did all these wonders and signs, and many of them did not believe. Yet he spends, it says, two days in Samaria, and they believe just simply by him speaking uh, the truth and so it goes to show you that just because someone can perform signs and wonders and miracles and do all this phenomena does not necessarily mean they're going to believe or necessarily mean they're true but he only spoke a word to the woman and he spoke to you know, the natives there and they believed in his word so that to me is a powerful testimony of the power of God and the the love and compassion of God to to dedicate some time to spend to talk to the Jews enemies because salvation of course initially was of the Jews and he and Jesus told the woman that but also salvation by extension is to the Gentiles as well because even in the old testament we read in the book of Isaiah it says that uh, that the Messiah would be a light unto the Gentiles and, and another word for Gentiles would be nations or heathen or pagan those who were non-Hebrew or non-Israelite were considered pagans because they were not part of the covenant community they were not part of the commonwealth of Israel so I just wanted to share that uh, with you for those who you those of you who have an opportunity to listen, that it only takes faith in the word of God, i.e. the scriptures, in order to receive eternal life. No one has to perform a sign or miraculous wonder in order to believe, because a lot of people saw authentic signs and wonders during the time of Christ, yet they refused to believe. They refused to trust him as God in the flesh, or as the Son of God. Okay? So that's all I wanted to say in regards to that. Hopefully this blesses someone, Brother Dell, once again, of Gospel, of Repentance Ministries. God bless you. Until next time.